0: Andrew Lindsay Lindsay host the Bachelor Park in the USA. We also, recap Bachelor of Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor of Paradise 2. Happy Holidays to you.
1: Track.
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new season of The Batch Report, where we will be talking about Charity's season of the U.S. Bachelorette. We decided that we are going to get the entire season into three Batch Report episodes. Therefore, we are foregoing talking about episode one in the introduction so that we can get to the meat and the grit of the season.
1: Oh, yeah. So the second episode kicks it off with 19 men Yes, Charity.
0: So we start with 19 guys, and we first, at the very beginning of this episode, see Brayden, who had just gotten the first impression rose, and he's like all up with his scarf and his earrings, and I was like, this is very old lady chic.
1: Lindsay has a negative connotation towards Brayden.
0: I do. I'm not a huge fan of Brayden. I find him very, like, his attitude just repulses me, but we'll get into that. A little bit later well, so the first date of the season goes to aaron b aaron b he is 29 and a software engineer from san diego and they drive around in like this red mustang and drive up to the hollywood sign you know have some champagne make out yeah they do make out and they basically talk about how they have similar upbringings like their parents stories are very similar and then they go to dinner, and I feel like he was just saying all the right things.
1: He was a little cheesy. He flipped a coin,
0: yeah, he's like, "Oh, if this lands on heads, it means we're meant to be together." And then he's like, "Oh, by the way, this is like a two like headed coin.
1: It's like everlasting love." And you're like,
0: ugh. okay, Aaron.
1: I'm like, everlasting love hmm.
0: and then so then they have Lauren and Elena perform, and they like dance and do that whole thing. This was actually a pretty good get for them. I feel like Lauren and Elena is actually pretty popular in the country music scene.
1: Yeah. So I felt like the conversation was a little forced.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like he was just saying, oh, we're meant to be together. Oh, we're so similar. Oh, like this. But it's like he was just feeding her things to make her feel comfortable.
1: Yeah. It was like hard to find any real meaning behind anything that they were saying.
0: And I didn't find them to have, like, an overwhelming physical attraction to each other either. True. But after that date, where he obviously gets a rose, we move on to this week's first group date, which is a beach day where they play cornhole, they have sandcastles, and then Jesse shows up and is like, it's competition time.
1: Dodgeball time.
0: I hate it when they do this. Why? When they're like, all the men dress in Speedos. Let's play dodgeball and it's like dude
1: yeah it's a little bit like what if you don't wear a speedo you know like i don't know
0: there's been guys before that are like oh i'm not comfortable with that so this year they're like oh everyone wears a speedo but you all have to wear the uh whatever those fitness cup things are in the front a cup yeah okay and so then i think they were like oh people feel less self-conscious if they're all wearing cups plus they if they get hit
1: Wearing a cup is quite uncomfortable.
0: I don't know. The whole thing, like, I am not for them having women dress in swimsuits and play dodgeball or volleyball or whatever for the show, and I'm not really into them doing the same thing to men.
1: Also, wearing a cup during dodgeball kind of makes no sense. (laughs) Because realistically, a cup is supposed to protect from, like, a baseball hit or, like, a softball hit. Obviously not softball, because I don't know that I mean,
0: you can play softball as a guy. Yeah, but I mean, it's protecting you from a dodgeball hit.
1: Well, like, do basketball players wear cups?
0: I don't think to so. to protect
1: themselves from the ball. But they're them? usually
0: not chucking basketballs well, at each other's crotches, the ball, though.
1: And like, they could bounce it into their crotch on accident. I don't
0: know. I don't know how often that happens. Maybe we should look that up at some point.
1: I mean, I've never done it, but <laughs> you know.
0: So Adrian ends up winning MVP on this date.
1: I because... have to say something though about the date. Yeah, the fans were like positioned very awkwardly.
0: Oh, like all the way around the game, like very close to the game. So when someone threw a ball, like half the time it was hitting the fans, yeah, in the background. And I was like, "Why? Why are they doing that? Why not set up like some chairs or bleachers on the sides and set them back a little ways?" And like,
1: it felt weird too because all the fans were just on one side. Because you could very easily tell because they had to have the cameras on one side. Yeah. So like all the fans are just on one side, plus behind and.
0: It was weird.
1: Yeah, it was strange.
0: Yeah, so like I said, Adrian won the MVP, but John is the one who ends up getting the date rose. Yeah. Next up, we have a second group date. And on this group date, Rachel and Gabby are here.
1: Yeah, I thought that was quite a surprise. I didn't expect that.
0: And they basically do like this quiz thing, kind of like the newlywed game feeling. It's
1: basically with the other guys that didn't go on the group date.
0: On the first one, yeah. yeah. So basically the winner of this quiz gets to be the one to try to break the record for longest Bachelor Nation kiss. And the quiz winner is Joey. He is 27 and a tennis pro and they... How long was their kiss? Four minutes?
1: Four minutes, 25 seconds.
0: Yeah. So... These are always also very awkward to me because it's like they're not allowed to disconnect their mouths any time during that four minutes. So they're just awkwardly smashing their mouth against each other for four and a half minutes.
1: Yeah, I figure like after 30 seconds, it's not a sexy kiss gets a little uncomfy. They have to like, I guess it could be a test in patience, (laughs) like with your partner, you know, like if you are compatible with patients. So they did break the record, which is kind of cool, which is weird though, because it always, it feels like it should be longer, you know?
0: I don't know. I feel like a kiss without being able to disconnect your mouth at any point during the kiss, like four and a half minutes seems like a long time.
1: You're also having to smell the other person as well. Mm-hmm. Like their skin oils and like, if they and they've been lotion. out in the sun cause
0: they've been out like. So like in LA,
1: that would be a little gross to me, especially if like you didn't find them all that great smelling. Yeah. So they got lucky and they seem to enjoy each other's and he does get a rose.
0: Yes. He does get that group date rose. And then they find out there's not going to be a cocktail party. There's going to be a barbecue party. And I was like, why the hell did they send Jesse in to say, we're not having a cocktail party today. Do that whole dramatic thing. It's like, yeah, you're having a barbecue.
1: It was um, kind of a strange announcement. I don't know why they needed to announce that they're having a barbecue. I guess because maybe they, the guys thought they had more time to get ready.
0: Maybe? I don't know. But at this barbecue, we see Brayden versus Adrian, which is just really immature and dramatic. And Brayden is threatening to leave before they get to the rose ceremony.
1: Well, and it's like beef, you know, and he's just... like, I don't want any beef. And honestly, Adrian is like, Kind of of being an a-hole.
0: They're both just instigating and being jerks.
1: So she basically says she sees husband quality in a lot of the men.
0: Yes. So at the rose ceremony, we do say goodbye to Caleb with a C, Caleb with a K, Spencer, John Henry, and Josh. And I was bummed because I, like, didn't see any of John Henry, but he looked like a cool dude. He had, like, tats and was fun. And then... This was the season where I was like, there are, what, three Caleb's? I know, like, one Caleb in my life, so it's weird to see three Caleb's on a season of a show. For
1: sure. This actually seemed like a lot of people to get rid of right away, but I kind of get it. Like, 19 men is a lot to have around. Well,
0: she obviously got rid of, what, six episode one? Yeah. And then for this episode, they're going through them fast. They sure are. So, we are going to take a quick break to talk about this week's sponsor, and we'll be back to talk about episodes three and four. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, know that you're not alone. Thinning is normal, and that's where Nutrifol comes in. Nutrifol is here to help. Their hair growth supplements use drug-free ingredients to target root causes of thinning hair and promote healthy hair growth. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. From postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles and no matter your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women – Each is physician-formulated using drug-free, science-backed ingredients so you get the most reliable results. I know my hair has been shedding like crazy after having a baby, which I didn't even think was possible, but that's why I'm so happy to have NutraFull. Go to NutraFull.com to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair and NutraFull will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. NutraFull supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. Nutraful is now available in a vegan formula. Their newest supplement is formulated for women ages 18 plus with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of hair thinning. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutraful Women's Hair Growth Supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutraful is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutraful.com and enter the promo code BatchReport. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrifol.com spelled dot lcom promo code BATCH REPORT. That's Nutrifol.com promo code BATCH REPORT.
1: Episode 3 kicks off with Charity gathering the boys up and heading out to Oceanside. Although she's going to take a little detour with Brayden... They go on a one-on-one, and basically she pulls up in her, was a Ferrari?
0: I'm, I thought or it was Mustang. an old Mustang. Yeah,
1: Mustang, drop top. And they go for a ride through the crunchy side to a helicopter that they fly through the sky sipping on champagne.
0: Yeah, so they end up landing in Petco Park where they get to like throw around the ball, drink more champagne, and then there's like some fake fireworks going on.
1: I actually thought that they were going to throw, like, a little mini concert for them. Because I I was like, they "They have a whole field.
0: I thought they were going to do real fireworks.
1: The fireworks were just on the big screen. This felt a little cheap. I don't know if, like, one of the producers had, like, an inn and got the stadium for cheap. Or they just got to use it for free or what. But.
0: I don't know. It's like, we were just in Oceanside. We stopped at, like, a really cool coffee shop there just, like, a week and a half ago. And we were also right next to Petco Park. So, it's weird that. It's now, like, the episodes that we're watching.
1: Yeah. So there is an exchange of a baseball memento. I'm not sure who is giving the baseball. I think she's giving the baseball to him or... I don't know. Is it it, he's giving the baseball to her? There's a bunch of writing on there.
0: It was kind of weird. She gave him a rose, but I'm like, honestly, everything about Brayden just irks me every time he opens his mouth. Yeah. And, like... Even in the helicopter, when he's like, oh, my gosh, we're in the helicopter. It's so great. It's so much fun. I'm like, this guy just annoys me. Maybe it's the fact that he's, like, 24 and just immature and hasn't, like, his frontal lobe isn't fully developed yet. I don't know.
1: I mean, this is his hometown because he's from San Diego, right?
0: Uh, Yes.
1: So, like, maybe he just feels really comfy here and he's just being himself.
0: And he's like, the Padres are my favorite baseball team. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. So, meanwhile, while they're on the date... Uh, The boys arrive to the new spot, and they receive a group date card, and everyone's invited except for Warwick.
0: Yeah, so the date card says, can you feel the love tonight? And it's spelled Ken like K-E-N, and I was like, Barbie date.
1: Yeah, let's play dress up is how I like to say it. But they go on a group date that consists of gathering outfits to work on a performance of a song they make.
0: Yeah, so they have to dress up like a Ken, and then they write a song. So she kissed Double Denim Ken, aka Sean, in front of everyone after his song, and I was like, whoa. If I were one of the other guys, I would have been like a little bit irked. And he ends up winning the date, so he gets a little bit of extra time. And when he comes back, the guys are super rude to him and are basically like sitting around going, Are you an only child? You're so like
1: This group of men whatever. strike me as like a nasty posse. Like they, they are. all like gather up and gang up. And they do this to Brayden too, which I know Lindsay doesn't have fond feelings towards Braden.
0: I don't. But also part of me is like, well, is it part of the edit of because there is like this posse of guys that are ganging up on someone, you're like, oh, villain, don't like them.
1: Possibly. So So, Sean did kind of come off like a boy band member to me. And I don't know if that's why she had like a slight fantasy.
0: He looks like a Ken.
1: That she wanted to carry out. Yeah, kind of.
0: So he did pull her first at the date and people were really annoyed because he'd already gotten time. But it's okay because Doughton gets the date rose. He like wasn't given the date rose.
1: He was given a date rose because he talked about her in a way no one has before
0: Aww.
1: And he made out with her as well.
0: (laughs) So, then we move on to the one-on-one date with Warwick. They go on the carousel. They do bumper cars. They do all those fun amusement park things. And then he's like, amusement parks make me tired. He doesn't help her scoop her ice cream, which is, like, a little bit awkward.
1: There's about zero chemistry here.
0: He does not get a rose. And then he is snoring in the SUV on his way out.
1: She sends him home, yeah.
0: Because... She was like, he's a really good-looking dude, but there's nothing past like the smile. Like,
1: It felt immediate friend zone to me as soon as they got to the theme park. But
0: not even good friends.
1: Not even good friends. Just like... Awkward I'll acquaintance
0: put, friends. <laughs> I'll
1: put up with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So moving on to the cocktail party, Aaron pulls her aside and is like, look out for Brayden. He doesn't have the right intentions. He's not ready for marriage. So then she pulls him aside And then all the guys are bitching that they're not getting time because of this whole Brayden situation. And then she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But she ends up letting him stay.
1: Yeah, she has like a sit down with him and confronts him. And... um,
0: So at the rose ceremony, we end up saying goodbye to Aaron S., who was the firefighter, James, and Adrian. So Adrian is the one who started drama last week with Brayden. Now he's gone, Warwick's gone, and the other two guys, so...
1: But there's new beef stirring with Aaron and and Brayden.
0: There is, which we will talk about in episode four, which we are starting right now. So now they are off to Stevenson, Washington, which is a very interesting choice. It's basically right okay. in like Hood River area.
1: It's on the border of Oregon and Washington.
0: And I was like, hmm, that's a choice. Not that it's a bad area. It's just if you're going to do what they end up doing on their one-on-one date, so which is with Dotton. They go bungee jumping off a bridge, and I'm like, out of all the places on the West Coast, or even anywhere, that's a strange place to choose to do that.
1: Yeah, so they drive a yellow Jeep out to the mountainside, and they go bungee jumping twice, and they enjoy a glass of bubbles.
0: And some s'mores. And she keeps saying that she can see him as her person. So I was like, eh, this guy probably makes, like, at least hometowns.
1: He tells her her story of immigration, Uh, And they make out a bit before she gives him a rose.
0: And while this is going on, we see Brayden just being an ass and making fun of Sean's butt chin.
1: Yeah, and Aaron and Brayden, they're, like, having beef and arguing.
0: They have a little tizzy brewing. Next up, we have a group date, which is everyone but Xavier. And they have these little Girl Scouts that come, and they're like, you have five minutes to find something to eat. And... They have like different presentations like, oh, here's my little charcuterie board I made with mushrooms. It's basically or, like
1: a kissing tree scav hunt.
0: Yeah. So Aaron ends up bringing like a frog and being like, oh, I would fry up frog legs. Which like if you're in a forest, I don't know how you're frying up the frog legs. If I feel that's like you would expand you
1: more energy catching a frog than you are going to get.
0: From nutrient. eating the frog. Yeah. So after they have to bring that, they do a quiz game similar to the newly newlywed type game they played last week. And Aaron ends up winning the Kissing Tree time. And then we see more Brayden versus Aaron. And then everyone else kind of joins in with Aaron for that, like, big gang up we were talking about. And yeah. she ends up pulling Brayden aside. And he's like, you know, I like you, but I don't want to be here right now. So she just sends him home.
1: She wants someone who's wholeheartedly there for her. uh, And then she like walks him out. Uh, And I've kind of, I don't feel bad for Brayden because like he was, he's like the loud
0: male that sticks up, you know. She and Brayden are not getting engaged
1: at any point in time. She gives her rose to Joey for being a sweetheart.
0: And I was like, that seems fair. It didn't surprise me that Joey got a rose at this point. And then we see the one-on-one with Xavier where they go to the Hood River Fruit Fest, which is a little strange because we, we didn't really see much
1: fruit. There was lavender. I think they had some jams, so I guess that counts as fruit. Yeah. Also, does I know apples grow out in that er- region, but I didn't know. I guess stone fruits can grow there, too. They had wine, too, didn't they? Or they always fruits. have wine. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I didn't really see a lot of fruit, but... I could, they could have just not focused on that.
0: But they had an issue because he kept complimenting her physicality and she was like, well, well, it's nice to hear those things, it was like reminding her of her ex and it was like, there has to be something deeper than him just saying, oh, you look great. Oh, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful. You're like.
1: The state just felt like very surface level all around.
0: But he did, the end. he did end up opening up about his insecurities a bit where he's like, oh, I have a fear of, like, not being loved or not being chosen. And she's like, oh, my gosh, that's my fear, too. And I'm like, that is everyone's fear.
1: Yeah, that's such a, like, Disney movie line.
0: But he gets a rose anyway. And that's fine. They move on to the cocktail party. And I wrote Aaron is friend zoned.
1: Yeah, he's, like, the spy
0: and she's like, oh, Aaron is so trustworthy. I'm like, yeah, he's trustworthy because he's, like, feeding you intel.
1: He's, like, giving her a back massage. He's, like, the he's like the uh, confident, you know.
0: And then Brayden, like, stomps back in. They show, like, him and his little sandals stomping through the forest and then showing up in the house.
1: It becomes an awkward situation. She sends him guys.
0: home again. All the guys are pissed because they didn't get time. And then he gets in the bus thing to leave. And then... He's, like, threatening to fight Aaron.
1: And John's, like, needing to have a conversation John's with John's like, like,
0: you're the reason I'm going to go home because I got no time. And I'm like, John, you had plenty of time before Brayden showed up I'm if like you, you wanted to come literally were
1: making out with her while he was watching you.
0: Yeah. So, obviously, Brayden is still gone.
1: I mean, this is why I like Joey because he's, like, no drama type of guy, you know? Me
0: too. Um... Daughton, though I find him to be relatively boring at this point, also has been
1: he's a no separated drama. from the drama. Yeah, he's a no drama type of guy.
0: So at the rose ceremony, we end up saying goodbye to John, Caleb B., and Michael. And I was like, dude, another Caleb. Yeah. What a bummer.
1: I think we might see Brayden in Paradise. What do you think?
0: Oh, I can pretty much guarantee we'll see Brayden in Paradise. That's right up his alley. And you'll know he'll be like, oh, I'll get the redeeming story arc. And I hope he doesn't. I hope he just looks like an a-hole.
1: Oh, my gosh. You really dislike this guy.
0: I don't know why. I think, I don't know. His attitude
1: It's hurts. his earrings.
0: Maybe It's not it's- the earrings, though. They, like Some of the earrings are kind of cool. Some of them look stupid. The scarf. I like how Sean was making fun of his scarf. And the producer's like, well, you're wearing a scarf. What's the difference? And he's like, well, this is cashmere. Uh-huh. And I was like, I like how Sean is trying to be Bennett, but he's younger and not as like refined as Bennett. So it just comes off like
1: weird fake. So, yeah, I think that that's uh, something.
0: Yeah. So we are excited to continue on. Next episode, they will be, you know, narrowing it down to who gets to go to hometowns.
1: I mean, there's only six guys left. Yeah. So
0: we have leading up to hometowns, hometowns and fantasy suites coming at you next episode.
1: All right. Talk to you all next time.